Welcome to Island Conversations with Sherry Bracken, where we talk about issues facing our Big Island community. Island Conversations, Sunday mornings on KWXX at 6.30 and on B97B93 at 7 a.m. Or listen anytime at kwxx.com. Island Conversations, brought to you by KTA Superstores, where you're someone special every day since 1916. Now, here's your host and producer, Sherry Bracken. Aloha. Welcome to a bonus podcast of Island Conversations. I'm your host, Sherry Bracken. We just posted a podcast about the University of Washington School of Medicine program called MedEx, which will bring new physician assistants to the Big Island of Hawaii. The training program will actually be here on the island in a facility that is the former Kaiser Clinic in South Kona. In the course of the conversation, I learned that the founder of the program was a Dr. Richard Smith, and I was kind of intrigued as to who this founder was. As it turns out, he has a fascinating story. So I asked Mr. Terry Scott, who is on the faculty of the Physician Assistant Training Program out of the University of Washington School of Medicine, and Dr. Mizbach Keen, both of whom talked to me about the program, to tell us a little more about Dr. Smith and also about themselves. So we're getting to that in just a second. But before we do, here is a word from the company that sponsors Island Conversations, KTA Superstores, which has been on our island for more than 100 years. At KTA, local and fresh means you get the very best Hawaii Island has to offer. The grass-fed meats you find at KTA are raised without added hormones or antibiotics. Our seafood department is stocked with sustainable choices caught in local waters by local fishermen. KTA carries the largest selection of Hawaii Island homegrown produce. Our mountain apple brand is all local so you know it's fresh and delicious. Local and fresh always tastes best at KTA. And now let's get to my bonus conversation with Mr. Terry Scott, who is on the physician assistant training faculty for University of Washington School of Medicine. And this will be followed with a short follow-up about the life and career of Dr. Mizbah Keen. And if you didn't hear the discussion with Mr. Scott and Dr. Keen, you may always find it at the Island Conversations podcast site, kwxx.com slash podcast slash island dash conversations. Let's get to the discussion. You mentioned Dr. Smith. What's the history of Dr. Smith? Terry Scott, tell us more about that. Sure. Dr. Richard Smith is a physician who was trained at Howard University to become a physician. He ultimately ended up in pre-Castro Cuba, and he witnessed in the heels of pre-Castro Cuba as a volunteer, not as a medical student, not as a physician, just as an individual, just trying to help some of that rural community. And he saw a individual that was somewhere between a nurse and a physician providing the majority of the care to some of these rural folks. He was so struck by it that he came back to Howard University, went to med school, finished his medical degree, and he never lost that idea of how we might be able to provide greater access to care through some mid-level individual. He ultimately ended up part of President Lyndon Johnson's administration as a public health officer and was charged with desegregating the hospitals in the mid-60s when the Medicare Act became enacted. Well, he had a team of over 200 individuals. They uh, went throughout the South, and President Johnson, who was big on imagery, wanted one, an African-American to lead that charge, so Dr. Smith was chosen. 
Two, he wanted Dr. Smith to go to his home state of Texas, to Lady Bird Johnson's hometown of Marshall, Texas, to desegregate it. And he has this story, he's told it to me, and we've written it, we've documented it, where he actually went in in his public health uniform and had to address these segregated communities and hospitals to say, you know what, there's millions of dollars on the line, but if you're going to get access to these, you're going to have to desegregate. And he talks about how he was received, uh, and you can imagine, and I won't necessarily go into the details, but um, he received death threats. He and his team successfully, however, stuck with it and was able to desegregate the hospitals throughout the South. This was one of the first uh, times where policy was used to push forward a social justice cause. In so doing, he received death threats, and the president and their folks and him sat down and said, we have to get him as far out of the South as possible, and the place they chose was the University of Washington. We're fortunate that the University of Washington is where he came because that was the first place he was given the chance to fulfill his dream of establishing the MedEx program. Well, so are you saying that he's really the one who invented the concept of a physician assistant? He's not the one who he... So at the time, there were multiple places that this was developing. So Eugene Stead at the Duke University is seen as establishing this in 1965. Dr. Smith established the MedEx program in 1969. He had the idea back in the early 50s, but he was not able to enact it until he was given this opportunity at the University of Washington. Wow. Uh, so he is considered one of the founding fathers of the profession. But Dr. Stead is considered the founding father because he actually got it off the ground first. But Dr. Smith had a worldview of this. And when he came to the University of Washington, he established the MedEx program. He was there for four years. He went throughout all of the state of Washington and uh, worked with the state medical society to get the program off the ground. He was considered a uh, trailblazer, so after four years, about 1972, he left the University of Washington and came to the University of Hawaii, and at the University of Hawaii, he established MedEx International, and from Hawaii as his base, he went into over 89 countries, low-resource countries throughout the world, to train locals in basic health care. He had received federal funding because he had worked in the federal government. He had an inside link to that, and so he received federal funding to do this. One of the first places he went to was the Federated States of Micronesia to help establish that. And as we were developing this Hawaii concept, we were approached, contacted by the Federated States of Micronesia. They recognized the name, Medex, 50 years later, and said, because most of those folks that were trained had either retired or had passed on. He, they found us, and they asked, and they've asked us, we need your help. Can you help us to train PAs because our country needs them now? And so we are looking at what does the future look like for this Hawaii campus? And we believe that Hawaii is the gateway to the Pacific Basin and can possibly be a place where we bring individuals from Guam, from Samoa, from the Federated States of Micronesia uh, initially to train them here. And hopefully those folks will then go back and establish a PA-like training in their home country so that it can be sustainable. If we had to look at the vision in the next 5 to 10, 20 years, that's what we would hope. So there was a connection with Hawaii long before you all actually started coming up with the concept for us here in Kona having a physician assistant program. Absolutely. And wow. there are some folks who are around who still remember that connection. And that did play a role in that warm reception of the MedEx program being welcomed in back into the state of Hawaii.
Is Dr. Smith still alive? You know, unfortunately, he passed away in March of 2017. We were fortunate enough that uh, we were some of the last folks to visit with him. And we actually are in the process of documenting that medics international history because this is a fascinating one. We came in in January of 2017. We flew in all the remaining members who are still alive from his medics international group, some as far away as Tokyo, Japan, to Hawaii, to Oahu, and we spent two or three days documenting that history. He was there, and he contributed, and little did we know that three months later he would pass away. The beautiful thing about it, however, and I forgot, almost forgot this, was that one of our preceptors, uh, Dr. Scott Miskovich, who's a friend of Josh Green and is an advisor to him, read the story of our founder, and through his connections, Dr. Uh, Miskovich, because he lives in Kailua on Oahu, passed the story up through the Secret Service to President Obama, so in January of 2017, President Barack Obama called for a meeting with our founder. And we have this beautiful portrait in our medics' offices of the meeting of our founder and President Barack Obama in the last few days of his presidency. Come to find out that President Obama went to the Punahou School and was classmates with our founder's son. And they had not seen each other since they were in high school. So that connection, it was like a closing of a loop. The medics program's founder, the work we're doing in Hawaii, it was the most touching thing. As we say in Hawaii, it was a chicken skin moment, and I've got chicken skin just mm -hmm. you telling me about that. Yes. How lovely. Thank you. Thank mm -hmm. you for sharing that story. That is a very, very cool story. Thank you. I'm just curious, Terry Scott, what's your background? Where are you from? How'd you get into this work? <laughs> so let's see. I've been in Seattle since 1975, but I'm originally from Texas. So Dr. Smith, and excuse me, this is always a touching moment. <clears throat> when Dr. Smith came to Marshall, Texas, I was- Are you from Marshall? Nope. I'm 60 miles south in a small town in East Texas. I grew up in a segregation. Uh, the work he did was meaningful. That's why I got into medicine. And so Dr. Smith was a friend and a mentor. He was. Uh, he he had left, but he had come back. I mean, he and I have been friends since I was a student in the program. I'm a graduate of the program, by the way. Wow. Yeah. You're kind of yeah. tearing up about this, aren't you? Well, it's another chicken skin moment, right? Because you realize just how the connections and and to be part of the team that leads the effort that comes back to his adopted home state to bring much needed health care. It's a privilege. It's a privilege to be a part of this. And how good for you as a young man growing up to be inspired and then go into medicine. Absolutely. You know, because we Absolutely. need more people like yeah. you. Dr. Ms. Bakin, what's your background? Where are you from? And how'd you get into this line of work? So I was a country family physician in Othello, Washington. And Othello, Washington was the first site where medics had their training program. And I worked alongside with two of the first medics graduates, John Betts and Paul Snyder, who were ex-military corps men. Mm -hmm. And they were these fabulous people, very well respected in the community. And that was my first introduction to what a physician assistant does and how they help the team of physicians that was there. And then I would get PA students who would work with me for six months out of the year along with other medical students. And then in 2007, I decided to go into more academia and said, okay, my calling is creating more of me and more of how do I meet a bigger need. And I moved to University of Washington School of Medicine. And then in 2010, another opportunity opened up when medics 
became part of the family medicine department, which I am in. And since then, I've been working with Terry on this wonderful work. I do want to say that MedEx has 2,600 graduates so far, which is impressive. And if you look at all the lives they have saved and the amount of good work they have done, it's beyond impressive. And and I got this chicken skin as well at the 50th year anniversary when MedEx unveiled this poster multiplied by my hands and it's Dr. Smith with the first class and it's it's made of every single Medex graduate. All 2,600 pictures are pixelated in there to create this composite and that was just like it did something to me that is a, sort of a life-changing moment. Great. Thank you. This is wonderful. To our listeners, thank you so much for being with us. To Mr. Terry Scott and Dr. Ms. Bakin, thanks to them for sharing the story of Dr. Richard Smith and also sharing their own stories. I'm Sherry Bracken. This is Island Conversations. Until our next Island Conversation, please, let's all live and drive with aloha. Ahoi ho. Thank you for listening to Island Conversations with Sherry Bracken, available anytime at kwxx.com. We welcome your feedback and suggestions at info at kwxx.com. Join us next week for another Island Conversations with Sherry Bracken. Brought to you by KTA Superstores, where you're someone special every day since 1916.